In this episode of the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast, me and my dog and my brother, James, we are going to discuss the rookies. I mean, that's been the last few episodes. I know the season is not a week old yet, but I feel like we've had a small sample size of games. I think most teams have played three games now. And again, I know the sample size is small, but we just want to share our thoughts on this rookie class so far. Some guys are struggling <laughs> and some guys are playing well. Stay tuned to hear our thoughts on the 2023 rookies through three games. Shout out to each and every person that's made the Locked On NBA Big World Podcast your first listen of the day. I appreciate each and every listen. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you for listening, whether you're listening on the way to work, in the gym, on the train, in the car, wherever. I appreciate each and every listen. I'm Rafael Barlow, the director of scouting for NBA Big Board, and my brother James, who's now officially part of the Locked On team. This week, we're going to have a bunch of college previews because college basketball starts this week. We just wanted to talk about the rookies today and who's played well, who's stinking up the joint. But before we get into that, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. It is the easiest and the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. It's got to be all lowercase locked on NBA, L O C K E D O N NBA. And if you use that code in all lowercase, you can get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. First deposit matched up to $100 when you use the promo code locked on NBA. All right, let's just get right to this let's episode. Let's get to it. Three games. Which rookie has caught your attention and impressed you the most? Asor Thompson has been as good and as bad as I thought he would be, if that makes sense. So I'm on record of saying I didn't like the fit. Mm. There's a, what did I say about the uh, the fit? You liked it? I did like it. I don't be fit. paying attention to what you be saying, so I don't remember. That's that. cool. I know what I said. I said I liked the fit. I said he was a high-level defender today. You said that on draft day? No, I said that last week. Oh, well, I'm talking about, I said I didn't like the fit at the time when Detroit made the okay, pick. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't like the fit because I'm a Cade supporter, and I just feel like surrounding Cade by a bunch of non-shooters. And so, I mean, it's early. Even though he's only shooting like 26% from the floor, <laughs> bro, hooping, man. He's, he's, he's defending. I'm not as sour on the fit as I was a week ago or, you know, two or three months ago. Now I just think that Detroit knows that he's a keeper. And now you just got decisions to make on some of the other right. guys. Because, I mean, Jaden, what's going on with him? It, it does look good for him right now. At it's least still three as, games. As we a know. starter. But I feel like he'll find his way as a sixth man, sixth and seventh man, because Alec Burks hopes <laughs> everywhere yeah, he goes. Everywhere he goes. But uh Asura Thompson, they're finding out that he he's a he's a connector. He hits the glass, right? He hits the glass. He he's like leading the all the rookies in rebounds. He is the glass on a team with glass cleaners. Yeah. He's got thirty two rebounds in three games. Yeah, he had a five block game against Miami. He had like two or three of them on Jimmy Butler. 
right? He had that weak side block. Uh, I think it was PJ. He knocked his shot into the first row. So, like, I really like what Asura Thompson is doing. Mm -hmm. Now, he can't shoot to save his life. And teams are daring him to shoot. Check out these splits. Hold on. Before you, I'm going to read these splits out. Again, I know it's three games. And I know people are like, hey, it's three games. I'm, we are going to reiterate it's only three games. The sample size is small. But in three games, 26, 20, 75 shooting splits. Not bad. Not bad. 75% from the free throw line is not bad. But the 20, three out of four? The, gotta be. But the 26 and 20 shooting splits, like if you combine this field goal percentage and three point percentage, yeah, that's bad. That's 46. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can't shoot. And it's just going to be interesting. Like he's off to a hot start. On the defense, how do you off to a hot start on the defense? He's the, the like, body, can you he cool might off? Be the, he might be the weirdest player I've ever seen. But it's just going to be interesting to see if they can continue to play him twenty eight minutes per game when he's out there looking like instant defense on both ends of the floor. But he's been the most impressive to you, just with his defense. Yeah, just because, like, you know what? We know what he can't do, but he's doing exactly what he can do. And like, they're they're two and one right now. Um, and he's he's making the most of his minutes. And again, if you'd have told me that to do with basically no offensive game was gonna play twenty eight minutes a game and have an impact and have an impact on the wing, I'd be like, man, come on, let's stop playing with you. Yeah, he's leading all rookies in rebounds at ten point seven. He's averaging more rebounds than Victor Wembanyama and Chet, both seven. Footers. And he's playing with Jalen Duran, who's probably averaging like 14 or 15 rebounds a game right Yeah, he's now. been crazy. I think Detroit has found three. Their big three. Uh, three and a half, because I like what Isaiah Stewart does, too. Yeah. But I would say that when you're talking about your three core guys, because if you can move Isaiah Stewart for a piece, you would. But I'm saying the guys that they're probably going to say untouchable right now, Kane Thompson. Yeah, I think Thompson still is touchable, man, because that offense is bad. And I think it's only for so long you can get by playing. But right now they'd probably say he's, no, he's untouchable. Gonna, he's going to start probably the, the remainder of the Yeah, he's going to start. And then so, so I imagine they may start him even when Boyan comes Boyan. All right, Victor. What has your thoughts been on Victor? Averaging 15.7 points, 7.3 rebounds, playing 27 minutes a game. I tweeted this last night. Go ahead. I don't like the Jeremy Sohan point guard. It's funny because I said that in our pre-season report. How much would not having a point guard hurt Victor getting him three to six easy shots a game? And you see it. Yeah. I mean, the offense clearly runs better with Trey Jones in. I mean, it's hard to question Pop because Pop is Pop. I mean, he's got, what, five rings, Hall of Famer. But you know what I would have did? This is me. If I'm the GM of the Spurs, as soon as I sign Victor, I'm, I'm attaching a pass-first point guard to him. It may not be, you know, the Spurs type of guy, but I'm calling Rondo a, a you got some left in the tank? <laughs> Hey, you got some left. I know that I, I, I'm a Blazers fan. I've seen the way you pick teams apart and you made Anthony Davis look good every time that Anthony Davis has won or like played well in the playoffs. Rondo has been his point guard. Yeah. I mean, the, the year that New Pelicans went to, I think, the second round, Rondo was on that team. The year the Lakers won a championship, 
Rondo was on that team. I'm like, hey, get him those easy, easy points. Is there a active player who can do that for him right now? Because Rondo, my age, man. Yeah, but I'm like, I, hey, look, Spurs not winning this year. I'm just trying to make sure Victor is – he's got someone. Because I, like, I don't like the fact that he's shooting a bunch of threes. I had that in my notes. I don't – I mean, he's only shooting 23% from three. He's taking what, 13 threes in three games? I don't like that. Um, there was one play where he ran the floor. Had a, he ended up getting an alley, but he had to steal it. From yeah, <laughs> but yeah. he was open earlier for the alley. He had an easier alley. I just feel like they're missing him. You know who would be a good fit for them right now? Who? An OG. I don't know if he's available. He should be available, but like a TJ McConnell would be perfect for him. Because you got to think TJ's with the third point guard in Indiana right now. Yeah, behind. but I'm thinking like I, I was talking about just for like right, right now. Right now, that's what I would probably do. And I don't know if these guys are Spurs guys. I called John Wall. Hey, John, look, I know you're trying to get back in the league. I know you're not playing right now. I know you want to go to a winning situation, but you ain't got nothing right now. Right. So I need you to come here, and I need you to give my big fella some easy looks. And if you play well, then you're going to help yourself for next year. And if you play well, then maybe we'll, we'll, we'll release you at a certain time and allow you to latch on hey, man, to play Or you team. just get to hoop. Like, yeah, man, you get to do what you've always done. Like, look, you're not going out. You, you, can't, you can't, like, you know, <laughs> expose him to the nightlife. You're not taking him out on the road. I just need you to get my man some touches. And it's a win-win. You help us out, and we're, we're allowing you to showcase that you can still play to all the teams. But overall, I mean, I thought I think Victor's played played well, especially in the Houston game, the Clippers yeah. game. I mean, it was it was a blowout. It was like a forty-point game. Hey, real quick though, like I don't they they put him back in late, but like he to me, you don't I don't care about blowouts. Like play him thirty-two regardless. Cause like we still trying to develop, yep. you know what I'm saying? I don't not just him, but like young guys, yo man, leave them boys in there, man. Let them get better. Cause yeah, you you got to get better. All right, when we return, we're gonna talk about Chet Holmgren. Chet has had a good start to a season, but he uh, man, they sacrificed Chet. Yeah, man. he had a tough game against Nikola Jokic yesterday. I mean, it's it's tough for everybody. Everybody, but it was like uh, it, was just, <laughs> it was just too easy for him. All right, but let's talk about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. It is also the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. All you have to do is pick two to six players. You're not going against a bunch of people. All you're doing is basically you're just going against the projections. Two to six guys. James, I know you play Prize Picks. You played this weekend. Give, give me some examples of what made you some cash. Shout out to Ben Simmons with more rebounds and assists in his projections. I was at that game. It was like, he was awful. And then you look at this stat line, it's like, dang, yeah, like 10. I mean, like my man was screening, not even rolling to the rim, just allergic to offense, and then he scored in transition. Anyway, so Ben Simmons, who else? Uh, Jalen Duren, hey, <laughs> my man. Keep doing what you're doing, points, rebounds, assists. All right, so all you have to do is pick two to six players, and you just 
bet against. Are they going to score more or less than the projections? You're not playing against anybody. The withdrawals are fast. It's fat. The game is super fast. It is easy to use. All you have to do is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. If you use the promo code locked on NBA, I want to say slash locked on NBA, but if you use the promo code locked on NBA, you get a first deposit match up to $100. So download the app, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. The Lock On Ultimate Season Preview is here. It is here right now. It is a six-episode series with all 30 of our Locked On hosts. Every team is represented, represented, and they are sharing their thoughts on the season from the contenders to the teams that are tanking. You're getting expert analysis from all the Locked On hosts. They're going deep in depth in all the storylines surrounding your favorite team and all the teams in the league. Catch all six episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. All right, second segment. We left off or we teased Chet Holmgren. Chet's had a really good start to a season. He is second in scoring, averaging 15 points per game, seven rebounds. What's crazy is Chet and Victor's numbers are almost identical. 15.7 points per game for Victor, 15.3 for Chet, 7.3 rebounds for Victor, 7.0 for Chet. The assists are the same. Now, Chet has more blocks, but Victor is killing him with 14 turnovers to three. What are your thoughts on Chet so far? Hey, man, look, so Chet, three games, obviously. So, first game, Vucevic, he said, you know, hey, man, I didn't do what I needed to do. I didn't play as well as I needed to play. He he matched up. Got, got his ankles broken. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. But on that first, so that, that game against the Bulls, he caught the ball on the left wing, and he hit Vucevic with a little half swing. Oh, yeah, his first basket. Yeah, man. He, look, man, I told you that white KG prophecy was looking real nice right there. Okay. Except for he got broke down, and they kind of erased that when, you know, Drummond dropped him. But the second game, all right, we matched skinny on skinny against Evan Mobley. He had himself a night. 13, or excuse me, 16 points, 13 rebounds, two assists, seven blocks. Yeah. And he hit three threes that night. So, like, I see the offensive talent. You're not going to run to get run up against Jokic every night, thankfully. So, again, I said he should be able to average 15, several beats a game. Like, to me, that's what a Chet Holmgren night is likely going to look like. Yeah, he shooting 57% from the floor, 54% from three, and he's on a team that is expected to compete. Yes. All right, let's talk about Scoot Henderson. It's ugly, man. I it mean, is ugly. ugly like... Masterpiece sneaker? Masterpiece sneaker. Masterpiece sneaker. It's disgusting for school. And I'm going to just read the numbers out to you. You know, this is the guy that people say was generational. He would go number one in any other draft. And I totally disagree with that because I'm like, he wouldn't have gone number one over Zion. He doesn't go number one over K. He doesn't go number one over eight. He might not go number one in 2024. (laughs) He's averaging seven points per game. 33% from the floor, 0.83% from three. He is one of 12. Say that again. 0.83. He is one of 12 from three. He's 10 of 30 from the floor. He has nine assists and 13 turnovers. He's, let's just just be real, man. He's been stinking it up through the first three games. Yeah. He's the guy that most people felt like had the best opportunity 
to shine as a rookie because he has the ball in his hands. And then now Simons is hurt, so he's going to have the ball in his hands even more. I mean, the team obviously looks better when Brogdon is handling the rock, but Scoot's been bad. What have your thoughts been on Scoot? I mean, you, you just read the numbers. He's been bad. Teams aren't contesting his jump shot, as you can see why. Uh, and he's trying to take on bigs in traffic. And I know we had talked about it in our, our rookie preview, could he shoot X percentage? And I said, nah, he doesn't have Derrick Rose's contortioning ability. I think I made that word up. But he doesn't have that in traffic. And you can, like, see it. Like, he's trying to take on bigs, and it's just not working for him. Uh, he's not using his floater. And, again, they're bad turnovers. Throwing the ball out of bounds. Hitting guys, trying to hit guys in small windows. Um, it's kind of hard to make DeAndre Ayton look like. Uh, and they're they're only averaging fifteen points yeah, a game. Yeah, but DeAndre or, DeAndre Ayton's <laughs> averaging eight right now. Yeah, and like he's everything you would want in the pick and roll big. So it's not looking good for school. Uh, but you know it's what the good three thing games. is? We'll, we'll say it's three games. The good thing is it's only been three games. <laughs> I'm about to say, what's the good? Because he yeah. is second out of all rookies in minutes. Only one less minute than a sore Thompson. So with that being said, he leads all rookies. Well, he's second among rookies in turnovers, which Victor has 14. He is first out of all the rookies in fouls. Dang. He, it just hasn't been good. So... There's 79 games left, school. 79 games left. Um, they're, they're, I don't want to. Go ahead. I don't want to like pile on, but but I, I will say that Scoot was the media darling. He was the guy that it was fair to criticize other players, right? But if you criticize Scoot, you were hating. Like if you said the Thompsons can't shoot. Or they played in a weak league, mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you said Brandon Miller can't finish and Brandon Miller ain't athlete or Brandon Miller had bad games, it was, yeah, yeah. But if you said anything about Scoot, it was considered <laughs> hating. And I try to be as unbiased as possible. I said all along that I did not like Scoot's second half of the season. I thought he took his foot off the gas. I thought that... He played like, ah, man, I'm, you know, I don't need, I'm better than everybody here. He had no games to, where you had to say, oh, this is a big matchup. At least with every college prospect, you're like, you know, whether it's Brandon Miller, all right, there's an SEC game. You got a game against Kentucky. You have a game against, I mean, even if it's a team like South Carolina, that was awful. It's on TV. People are watching. You he got had, the he had the game where <laughs> after the, the bad, yeah. yeah. So you got games where you can test and, and see like how a guy plays in hostile environments against you know competition that you know whatever. And I just feel like in the G League, you don't really see that. You, you're playing in front of an empty stadium, and I just feel like school rode the wave from that Victor Wimbayama showcase last October. And everybody just assumed, like, you know what, he's he's the next great. And again, I mean, it's three games. I mean, he has plenty of time to, to get better. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's been bad. All right, when we return, we'll talk about Brandon Miller, who has been good. I mean, I'm... Not surprised that he's been good, but Brandon Miller has been good. James wasn't a Brandon Miller believer. He's 
probably still not one because he's going to save only three games. But when we return, we'll talk a little bit about Brandon Miller, Keontae George, and Derek Lively. Derek Lively shooting 91% from the floor. Hey, man. Again, <laughs> it's going to come down to Jason Kidd playing him minutes or not. He started. All right, when we return, we'll talk about those three prospects. Stay tuned. All right, but let's talk about FanDuel. You know FanDuel, which is the number one sports book, America's number one sports book. And right now, NFL is in full swing, the NBA is getting started, and there is not a better time to sign up for FanDuel. Because if you are a new customer, if you are a new customer, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna repeat that again. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, again, the time is now. NBA's here. NFL is, are they at the midway point? I don't be paying 17 attention. games now, Paying man. attention like that. It is a midway point. But the app is very, very easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options from spreads to player props to overs, unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NBA season and the NFL season. It's still time with NFL. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL and Locked On. All right, when we left off, I talked a little bit about Brandon Miller. Okay. Brandon Miller averaged 15 points per game, 50, 45, 75 shooting splits in 29 minutes per game. So there was some confidence. He's man. coming off the bench. Hey, <laughs> I thought Brandon Miller was... I thought Brandon Miller was that dude a long time ago. Hey, man, look. Hold on. Man, you did tell me that. I know I told you. I you told me that. You... Yo, man, you won't give me your flowers, man. You was right about that. Hey, because... I mean, of course, it's still early. He could have a bad week, and then all the people that are sending me dissertations about why he doesn't deserve to be ahead of school, and, you know, the, I, mean, I was getting sent, like, real dissertations about his athleticism and his finishing and his low release, and he, can he create space, and, 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 and so on. But so far, through three games, he's looked... He looked good. He's knocking down open shots. He's 5 of 11 from 3. I'm not surprised. So tell me why you weren't high on Brandon Miller. <laughs> he put me on the spot. <laughs> nah, so look, I, I had my concerns about his um, efficiency. Because, again, now if you look at what he did at Alabama, right, he there was Brushed uh, out like 38% Right, but three. there was ebbs and flows, though. There, he had a, a rough span. And again, it looked like in traffic, the athleticism didn't translate. But I understand that college basketball spaces and NBA spaces aren't the same. So that really wasn't my issue. But even then, even now, he's still not finishing at the rim at a high clip. He's just making a high clip of three-point shots right now. And also, he's not the focal point of the offense, too. So uh, he's doing a very good job of playing off the metal, cutting, Cutting off a of Gordon Hayward, um, getting shots in transition, and he's making threes. So, again, giving him easy opportunities, he's taking advantage of those easy opportunities. I had him penciled in at 15 points per game once the stuff cleared out for him, but he's doing that right now. Again, it's been three games, mm -hmm. so I don't expect him to shoot 45 from three the whole season. But if he's making threes and he's playing off of LaMelo, like, yes, he's going to look like the second pick in the draft. So props to him. I don't know if he shoot 45, but the man shot 38 last year, and he was at 42 the majority of the season, had, like, those terrible games at the end that brought him down to 38, 39, and he was taking them on 
you know, he didn't even shoot corner threes. A lot of people don't know that. He shot 38% from three, and, it, and I want to say, like, 90% of his threes were above the break. So I think it can't even out once you get him some easy okay. corner threes. But I thought he's played well, and I can't wait until they move him into the starting lineup. They're that's, lively. And that's what I want to see, too, because, again, starting lineup, yes, it, he's still playing 28 minutes right now in just those, was it two or three games he's played? Yeah, he's played three games. Two, two games. games. Two games he is he has played 28 minutes, but it's a different look against starters, too, versus um, coming off the bench. Hey, he hoops. He Derek hoops. Lively is hooping. I don't know why Kidd didn't start him in the first game. I told you, though. It's going to come down to Jason Kidd. I don't even know if he really he closed six, he the plays, Nets game. He played 16 minutes against the Nets. 16 minutes. And I was, yeah, because he didn't play him in the, much in the second half. And I was at that game. The Nets were just making everything. And then, you know, in the crowd, people were complaining. Then um, Dwight Powell hit a three. <laughs> when he hit a three, it was like, Okay, but no, Lively, he's averaging 12 points per game. He's fourth in the rookies at scoring. 12 points per game, 90% from the floor. Was he 11 to 12? He is 11 for 12. Man, that's crazy. 90% from the floor. He's played well. I mean, he does have, to me, the easiest easiest path for success, in a sense. Only person that can stop him is Jason Kidd. <laughs> yeah, because all he's got to do is run the floor, catch lobs. And, I mean, I, I feel like there's a few times where he could have more points, but he's still a little surprised by, by the passing. And I don't know how you can be prepared to play with a Luka and, and, and Kyrie, like, a year removed from high school. But I thought he's played well. Kaysen Wallace is another name that I want to mention. I tried to tell you. I was, was wondering minutes. about his fit. I was wondering. Oh, bro. That's a basketball player. I, I, I hey. We know Kaysen can hoop. We've known and been watching him for years. You've, I mean, we've known that. You, you know him personally. But he's played well. He's played well. But here's something that's crazy. That's not going to sustain. <laughs> Kaysen Wallace Mike, is shooting 91%. He's not going to shoot 91%. Oh, these are the craziest shooting splits <laughs> I've ever seen. I know it's only three games. But in 20 minutes per game, Kaysen Wallace is shooting. His shooting splits are 91, 1,000, 1,000. Nah, he ain't gonna, that's not going to hold up. He's 11 or 12 from the floor, 5 or 5 from 3. <laughs> There's nowhere to 2 of 2 from the foul line. He's, and he's got two blocks. Kaysen, he's just a ball player. He's a ball, and because he's a ball player, I've seen him being used as a screener, right? So, again, we'll say come crunch time or whatever minutes, he's going to draw the worst defender that the uh, Thunder face. So they're using him to go screen for uh, SGA. So SGA can go get loose. But Kaysen, being a ball player, he'll set a go screen, roll, wide open basket. And so he can like, pass. And he, he can, can pass. pass. So I was, I was never worried about uh, his minutes because, you know, you can, he can play one through four even at 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, yeah, so I'm, I'm shocked. I wasn't a big fan of... Of the fit, just because I was like, you know that Giddy and SJ are going to start. You know that J-Dub is going to start. But they found minutes for him. And, I mean, he's, I don't want to say he's playing well, because that's like an understatement yeah, to a guy yeah, shooting 91% from the floor. That's hard to do with 2K. Keontae George. And um, I know this is... I mean, it's going to sound corny. But they need to give Keontae the keys 
right now. But again, I like I we talked about it last week. They try to give minutes to five guards. Just, just not just, named him. The future is now. Man, look, hold on. You can say the future is now, and I get it. Excuse me. But Larry Markinen is a bad dude. Yes. And you just, you, you, you got your, your stud in Laurie. You got your center in Walker Kessler. You always want to say Kessler. Edwards, I always want to say Kessler Walker. So I always <laughs> got to slow down. So you got your, you got that piece right there. I don't know if John Collins is in their long-term plans. He's averaging like 12 rebounds a game for them right now. That, that's that's John Collins, yeah. But you got your point guard, Utah. You got your point guard. I know Horton Tucker is part of, you know, the the. I don't even know how they I forgot how they got him. What trade ended up? I know there's a lot of clutch guys yeah. for the Jazz between Clarkson and Horton Tucker. There's, there's somebody else. <laughs> but Keontae is your point guard. It's okay to speed up the process. You don't need to bring him along slow. Keontae George is the point guard, and he is a point guard. A lot of people didn't think he was a point guard. They thought he was a two. Keontae is the guy. He's averaging 3.3 assists, which is, guess what? Second out of all rookies in scoring. Asura Thompson is first among rookies in assists at at 4.7. But Keontae's averaging 9.4 rebounds, three assists, shooting a respectable 45% from the floor, 35% from three. Thousand percent from the free throw line in 19 minutes per game. I'm surprised. I, I mean, I like Keontae, but the the magician work that they're doing with all those guards to get him 19 minutes a game, man, that's crazy, man. Well, I he watched. Needs, he needs more minutes. I watched. Just, just, just give him the keys. I watched that Suns game, and it was like. Middle school basketball, the way the guards was checking in. Once again, it's Raphael Barlow and my brother James. We just talked about the rookie. Stay tuned this week because we're going to do college basketball previews per conference. We got Richard Stamen doing a couple. We got James dropping off a couple. We got Leaf Tulane dropping off a couple of episodes based off the top prospects in the conferences. Now, all the way back in August and September, I did all of my 2024 draft stuff. So I'm gonna let these guys share their thoughts and I'm gonna just add my opinions here and there. But stay tuned for that. Once again, it's Raphael with my brother James and we are, we out.